good morning heartache you all gloomy sight good morning heartache thought we said goodbye last night a toast and turn until it seemed you had gone but here you are with the dawn good morning y'all little heartbreak this morning Rainbow at the end of the rain. We'll share my story with you guys momentarily. Good morning. Good morning. Rainbow at the end of the rain. Segment for September 7th, 2022. And the babies are all back in school, I do believe. You know, I know you parents out there are happy about that, right? You know, y'all can get your routines and schedules together as far as what you have to do. You know? And it is cooling off. You know, we're starting to get into a little cooler weather here where I am, which is welcome because the summer was beautiful and hot. But you know, every now and then you need a little reprieve from the heat. So getting into my speaking point today, today's podcast will be about online dating. The pros and cons of online dating how to deal with heartbreak, which is what I'm going through right now <laughs> from an online dating situation. And wow, so many other things to cover, like your personal value, like the things that make you react to situations the way that you do. A couple of key points that I want to speak on today. We'll be back with you in a moment with those key points here at Rainbow at the End of the Rain. When you say you love someone, is it really real in? Will you give me green tea while I'm feeling ill in? Would you rub my back when I'm really feeling sore? Or am I just supposed to sit on the phone and ignore that you got someone, a few other women? And you say that I'm the one that's winning. I beg to differ because I know that that's a lie. When you stick your dick inside her, you know that I'm a cry. Oh, hey, a little free stuff, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You know, I like to have fun a little bit on here. But anyway, what's up with it? Rainbow at the end of the rain, y'all. Rainbow at the end of the rain. And, uh, yeah, online dating is a thing. You see these swipe apps, so many online dating apps. You know, this is a, a way of dating, you know, and you have some success stories, but more often than not, you have horror stories. It is a thing, you know, there are a lot of lonely people out there, you know, and I want you guys to understand my personal views on this one particular thing. You're not a desperate person. 
or an unattractive person if you use online dating. Sometimes there are situations that make it convenient to use online dating. Maybe you're not comfortable with dating in your immediate area. You feel like your area is small and it's too personal. You know, people in your business and such, you know, um, maybe uh, you have had a situation with someone in your area and things didn't work out and it became toxic. So you feel some kind of way about dating in your area maybe you have a wife or a husband (laughs) yes this happens maybe you have a wife or husband that lives within the vicinity and you're not happy with them or you are you know y'all doing your own thing obviously right and you find online apps to meet different individuals and you know talk to them and Get to know their business and get intimate in conversation, you know, to find someone online, however, that's going to really be genuine is so difficult. It's very difficult because there's so much out there. As it has already been stated by professionals in relationship uh, relationship coaches, men, and people who are just being honest. Women can fall in love with a voice. A woman can fall in love with what she think a man is about. She can fall deep in love with him. You know, men know these things because they will go so far as to sweep a woman off of their feet to get that lovey-dovey feeling when I'm with you. You know what I'm talking about? They want that lubby-dubby. They want that lubby-dubby. They like that lubby-dubby. Women and men both. But what happens when ghosting happens? It goes from, when I'm with you, I hear a song that makes me laugh and smile and say to you. Yeah, right. All that love birds singing. Oh, man. Flowers blooming. It smells good. It feels good. And then, record scratch. They up and don't call you. They call it ghosting. How does that feel when you go through that? Everything is so beautiful. You've had conversations with this person hours and hours on end. You've been online with them. And all of a sudden they ghost you. How would that feel to someone who's invested time and energy in another person? I would really like to hear some feedback on this. Because I know that there are a lot of people who've gone through ghosting. I know there's a lot of people, men and women, who've gone through being love-bombed. Who've gone through being told, oh, I'm so in love with you. I can't live without you. You're the one for me. You're my soulmate. To get ghosted. Silenced. How about if it never got to a point of physical meetup? And it's been several situations of ghosting. 
for multiple different reasons. The last being something medical. I would like to know, ladies and gentlemen, how would you handle online dating and finding out that the person you thought you was in love with was not only married, the person lives close by them, and they also have someone else that they are dating, that they are sexually involved with. I mean, common sense would tell anybody, listen, this guy or this girl is only out here for whatever they can get. They're not looking for love. But these are the things you find when you're on online dating. And you have to be very careful with this because you have individuals that would try to make you feel as if it's something wrong with you for having emotions. Yes. You have individuals that would try to make you feel as if you were the one that had all the problems because you gave in to this. Because this is something that you wanted. In my next segment, I want to go extensively into conversation on different reasons for why people fall for love bombing. You know, why they go for certain things, why they stay in relationships, not just online relationships, but toxic relationships, period. More deep from the heart conversation here at Rainbow at the End of the Rain coming up momentarily. Rainbow at the end of the rain where all of who you are, you're good, you're bad, your lights, your darks, they all coalesce to formulate who you become. That is what this is all about. My rainbow, your rainbow, how we come to be. So, getting back into today's speaking point, which is dealing with online dating and some of the issues that can come along with online dating. Um, I will pick my speaking point back up with the love bombing or what is called the honeymoon stages in getting acquainted with someone online. You know, in uh, a dating capacity. You're always going to put your best foot forward. Best pictures. Best you. Best self-image. You're going to do that. This is natural for everyone. But what if you get to know someone and that image that you all have created about each other is damaged. Say you get into an argument and things are said that shouldn't be said. How do you handle that? Considering that it's an online relationship, you haven't met each other. 
All of what you're building is based on what you say to each other. And it definitely has to be a degree of trust. Does it not? In order for it to be a continued interest. So can it be trust if there's other issues? Can trust be established over social media, over phone with someone that you feel you have feelings for? Is that a myth? Is that a unrealistic expectation? Are you within your rights to be upset if that other individual is seeing someone else? So many things to consider on uh, the online dating. Of course, the predominant census for online dating is individuals are looking to meet and hook up. It's 99, I'm going to say, percent sexual meetups. I'm going to say. You might have 1% of individuals that due to their circumstances, excuse me, their circumstances, whatever their circumstances may be, they are looking for something real and they found social media. Now, in my personal experience, I find for people that may have different disabilities, social media might be a better option because there you can get the time to maybe talk to a person and get to know a little something about them. Whereas a lot of times if you have a disability out in the world, you have people that will not approach you. So they will never know. And you will never know the kind of persons they are or the kind of persons you could be to them. It'll never be found out because the venture was never taken. So online dating situations turn out to be A situation that a lot of people find comfortable. You know, it doesn't have to be any harm. You don't have to give any real vital information like your address or even your real name if you don't want to. You can establish getting to know another person completely at your leisure. And again, it's the breeding grounds for all different kinds of abuses. Emotional abuse. Mental abuse. And even in a lot of cases, even worse than that, because you do have predators online. It's a stomping ground, playground for predators. Individuals who's looking to play games with individuals' lives or livelihoods. Individuals that's looking to stalk and rape. Individuals who's looking just to waste time. There's so many different things that are on social media and online dating. So then you ask yourself a question. If you happen to be somebody that develop a feeling or emotions for someone that you've talked to, are you crazy? Is it something wrong with you? These are the questions you begin to ask yourself. Am I this messed up? 
I believed everything this person said. I thought we were really building something. I thought that when they said they loved me, they really meant that they loved me. Yeah, does it sound familiar? Is there anyone out there that's feeling this way and have heard that you've been loved? But while you're being loved, so they say, they're living their life where they are. I believe that there are some things that are done if a person really, truly love you and that they really and truly are interested in making the investment in you. They will make the time. They'll make the time to be with you. They won't tell you you're wrong because you have concerns about not seeing them. That is a game, ladies and gentlemen. If you have been talking with someone for quite some time, you've made an emotional investment with them. This has been a mutual agreement verbally with another person. With camming up, with sending gifts, with declarations of love and sharing very private moments with each other. So you find yourself getting angry and in arguments and you say things to each other that you said in anger. Is that an indication that you're not meant to be together? Because remember, with online dating, your biggest issue is establishing trust, which is already hard to do when you're not in the company of another person. You could tell each other anything. You can hope that you're telling each other the truth. You really can hope that you're telling each other the truth on what you're doing while you're apart. But it doesn't mean that you've established trust. Ladies and gentlemen, I really need y'all feedback on How y'all feel about meeting somebody who has a couple of somebodies already? It sounds like an obvious no, hell no, right? To most listeners, most people are like, oh, hell no, right? That's a game. That person ain't looking for nothing serious. But what if you really wanted to believe that they were looking for something serious with you? What if you really wanted to believe that this was real? This was it. Does this mean that you have to go and evaluate yourself and see why you fell for that? Or does this mean you recognize red flags from the beginning and stick to your guns rather than trying to make it work? Because again, ladies and gentlemen, if someone really wants to build something with you, they're going to pour into it. They're going to make the investment. It's not going to be just words. They're going to make the time to see you, spend time with you at least. Now, if it's just a sexual situation that they're looking for, more than likely, It's going to be sex in the beginning and ghosting after the sex. 
So if you meet someone and you don't have sex with them and it's ghosting, that's a very clear indication as well. Again, what if you've never met the person? You've never sat in the same room with them, breathed the same air with them. But you really wanted to believe you could trust them. And you really wanted to believe you could love them. What about that? Y'all feel free to share your comments on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. All the places I be at. Rainbow at the end of the rain. This is Rochelle Wells. Raw 7. Rochelle Wells on TikTok. Please feel free to share your feelings on this subject. What should a person do if they find themselves in a situation of really caring about a person that they've talked to, but knowing that that person will never meet them? Final words, wrap up. Rainbow at the end of the rain coming up next. Stay tuned. Almost didn't count. Yeah. Rainbow at the end of the rain. I'm back, y'all. I'm back, y'all. But yeah, situation of almost doesn't count. Situation of almost didn't count. Getting back on the subject, y'all, you know, dealing with online dating. Pros and cons. More cons than pros. And how you should deal with it. If it's nothing, if it meant nothing, if it's just something to do, you already got somebody, you playing around, you're infidel, you're not to be faithful, and online dating is a way for you to cheat on your spouse, and you do this regularly, This podcast really isn't for you because there's nothing I can say to you that would matter. (laughs) This particular podcast, this segment, would be for those of us who we believe in love. Do you believe in love and the promise that it gives? Yes, some of us believe in love no matter what we've been through childhood trauma which is the purpose and motivation behind this whole rainbow at the end of the rain business hurt successes motherhood, grandmotherhood love interests, hobbies, all of that all of these hues and shades that are my rainbow this is the reason for it all right so I love But I know one thing, I know one thing, when you love somebody, you shouldn't have to keep crying and busting your head on the floor and walls to show them you do. 
You mean to tell me a person can't see and hear through you that you care? It's what can you do when they don't see? When you have done wrong to someone that you love, one of the indications that you care is taking responsibility, not excusing it, not making excuses and justifying, but taking responsibility fully and then making a change. But see, I want y'all to understand if you are the person that has been waiting patiently and you've let the other person do what they do because you want to understand the circumstances and that you all are not physically in person with each other. So you want to be realistic in your expectations, right? But yet you are investing time with this person and hoping to build something with this person, right? If you are that one, that person, you don't have to, and you should never feel as if you have to earn that other person's love. And I think sometimes people get it misconstrued. Patiently waiting, talking to you, being understanding. That's not condoning. Cheating on me. If I'm saying I'm waiting on you and I love you and we should work on being together. If you're doing other things like having sex with other women and then you tell me that you enjoy having sex with this woman. But then turn around and tell me she don't mean shit to you. You don't love me. That ain't love. That's not love. You lust after me. You might be infatuated with me, but you don't love me. Because love is blind. And love does things like make itself known in another person's life. Without that other person having to beg, grovel, or reason for it. I just want y'all to know. I know what love is. I know what love is. And I got a lot of love to give to the right somebody. Sometimes it means I got to take time out. I have, I feel I haven't been in a really good loving relationship in a long time. Because in my last few relationships, it's been me who's been initiating when things go wrong, I'm the one initiating the peace treaty, I feel. I'm the one that's saying, okay, let's come together. And even after I flip out, because yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am not perfect. I got a mouth on me. I work on it. I really do. It's a defense mechanism. I really work on the things that I say. And after I say these things, I hurt. But in the moment of anger and passion... They come out. And I I work on that. I'm wrong. I'm all the way at fault and wrong when I do that. I can accept my faults. And I can try to work on them for the people I love and for myself. When someone loves you, they accept their faults. If you have a problem with being single... If you have a problem with being by yourself, if you have a problem with being faithful, be honest about it. 
Don't try to make the other person feel like it's something wrong with them because you can't keep your dick in your pants. Or because you can't keep your panties up. You don't make the other person feel bad because they love you and they want better than that from you. That's not showing them love. So at the end of this podcast, I can't tell another person what to do. I found that when you love someone, it's hard to listen to what anybody else says, even when you know that the person you love is doing you dirty. It's hard to listen to what anybody else says. I get that. But me being a product of damaged goods that's putting myself together, you know, a Humpty Dumpty of a sort. Not that I'm built like that. I had a gorgeous body. Excuse my modesty. But putting myself back together after a lot of different tragedies and things, I'm worthy to be loved. I know what love is and I can give it. Do you? Do you know what love is? Do you know what is required to show love? It's nice to give someone gifts. It's nice to sit and spend time with them. Talking. That is called an investment. But what about being with them? Actually taking out the time to be in the physical with them. So that you can further learn about each other. Because, see, there's a missing element there. You don't know how each other is going to react to situations because you haven't experienced a lot of things in person. Be realistic, ladies and gentlemen. Be honest with the individuals that you're looking to meet online. If you're in a situation you don't want to love, you don't feel like you're emotionally available for love, Tell that other person the truth. Don't string them along. Care enough about another person's feelings to know how that heartbreak is going to affect them. I love everybody. I don't know how to hate. Rainbow at the end of the rain. End of segment. September 7th, 2022. I hope y'all have a wonderful day. Take care, like, share, and by all means, I love your feedback. Until next time. Bonus segment, word of advice here from Rainbow at the end of the rain. If you or someone you know is going through depression, they feel as if, or you feel as if, they're going to do something rash, please reach out for help. The best form of support is trying to talk to that person, and if it is too severe, try to be with that person. Have someone in that person's company so that nothing dangerous can happen 
If you're by yourself and you're feeling bad, reach out and call somebody. They do have suicide prevention hotlines. But in addition to that is calling someone that I call your support buddy. Somebody who's just there as a listening ear. Whenever you have a problem and you need someone just to listen, not necessarily give advice, but just to listen. Very important, very vital, and a message of love from me to all of y'all.